everyone, and welcome to E Equals MC Paired, a podcast that crafts effective, motivated creatives seeking refuge from procrastination and mediocrity. I'm your host, Kimberly Gray, and thank you again for tuning in. If you've not subscribed to the podcast, pause the episode and click on that subscribe button and also give us a shout out by leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This definitely helps spread the word and your support would be appreciated. Word of mouth is the best review. So also please share the podcast with like-minded creatives who you know can benefit from the content that I share every week. I pose a new episode every Friday. So happy Friday and happy August listeners. We are literally 152 days away from 2020. And the question is, what have you accomplished? It is a heavy task, right? I mean, to just sit down and really think about all the things that you set to do in the beginning of the year and having to analyze what's been accomplished, what could I have done differently? Did I exceed expectations and actually do more? If you did, congratulations. That's not something that everyone can share. And it's not necessarily a right or wrong approach. I mean, we all go through life. We have unexpected toss and turns, things happen. But this week's episode, I really want to talk about some things that I feel that with the 152 days that we have left, make the most out of these days so that when 2020 comes, you can say, this is what I accomplished. So before we get into that, let's just do a quick recap of the week. This week hasn't been too eventful. August has always been a month where it's back to school. Um, There are no holidays in the month of August necessarily that are like time off. So we're kind of in this state of mind where we're like hmm, twiddling our fingers and what can I do? Like I think because we have so many holidays as a nation compared to other countries, we always expect that something is going to be there to do for that month. So August is one of those months where we kind of create things. It's always been a busy month for me growing up because I have four siblings, two nieces and one nephew all with birthdays in the month of august so august has been a very eventful month for me but i guess for the most part it's one of those kind of open spaced months for most people so as always i kind of look into august and see what days are commemorated so i took some time and I wanted to share with you guys some of the days that we're going to be celebrating in the month of August. Yesterday, I believe, was International Girlfriends Day. If you're a girlfriend and you didn't get anything, you need to backtrack and be like, um, yesterday. (laughs) Just kidding. But today is August 2nd and it is International Ice Cream Sandwich Day. (sighs) not so good for some of us, you know, trying to watch our weight and everything, but hey, it is what it is. August 3rd, which is Saturday, is International Beer Day. And 
very fittingly, August 4th is International Hangover Day. So I guess we have to have a day to recover from all the beer drinking that people are going to be doing on International Beer Day. I see a lot of restaurants, bars, you know, taking advantage of these days that I don't know who comes up with these days, but I guess, you know, pe other people pay attention to that. And the reason why I share it is because if you're planning, if you're a planner, if you're a creative person, I'm sure, I'm hoping that just by mentioning these days, you can kind of use it as tools to help you along with your, you know, your planning. Um, going forward, let's see, August 5th is Friendship Day. August 6th is National Root Beer Float Day. The 7th is Raspberries and Cream Day. Interesting. And then on August 8th, it's International Cat Day. I know there are a lot of cat lovers out there that's probably going to go crazy for that day. But yeah, I just wanted to share those days. I know it's, it's just there, but you never know. I think it's interesting to just kind of understand what's going on in the world and what people are doing. So I like to share those. So I want to go right into the quote of the week. And this quote, um, this week's quote comes from Germany Kent. They call her the hope guru. And she is an award-winning media personality and very successful author, best known for her The Hope Handbook series. She has about 10 publications that are New York Times bestsellers. And if you're looking for resources aimed at personal growth, which is a very, very important um, platform here on E equals MC Parrot. I would definitely recommend you to look at her work and see which one of those publications you can use to adapt some really helpful um, self-help skills and ideas to just kind of get over the hump in life and just trying, you know, trying something new. So the quote that I pulled from Germany goes as follows. She says, happiness is achieved when you stop waiting for your life to begin and start making the most of the moment you are in. Again, I'm going to read that. Happiness is achieved when you stop waiting for your life to begin and start making the most of the moment you are in. The reason why this quote really stood out to me is because recently, um, when I look at my feed on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, unfortunately, I am seeing a lot, especially on Facebook, I'm seeing a lot of, you know, my connections sharing posts about how bad things are going, how hard things are, um, whether it be in family relationships, work relationships, romantic relationships. There's this ongoing trend of just stress, strife. And the thing about it is that people want to be authentic. I think often a lot of people just want to put the great things on social media and it builds this false perception of what life is really like for them. But then you do have these brave souls that says, you know what, I'm going through it. And this just might be therapeutic for me to put it out there. Now, I'm not saying that's a right or wrong approach to each his own, but the reality is, is that this is what people are doing. And I'm seeing a lot of it. And I think what is um, what happens to a lot of us is based on when we're seeing others 
other people's success and even the successful um, guidelines that we set for ourselves and our own expectations when we're not reaching those things, when we're not where we want to be, when people aren't responding to us the way we want them to respond, we look at that as I'm not where I need to be in life and I don't feel like I can be happy in this moment. My happiness is going to come when things are starting to look the way I need them to look. And what Germany basically is saying is we need to stop having that mindset and start making the most of life in the moment that we're in, regardless of how things are. It's as easy as taking some time away from social media, unplugging yourself and sitting by yourself for five to 10 minutes and reflecting on how good you have it. Because trust me, there's someone out there who is looking at your life and saying, man, if I can only be where he or she is, life would be so much happier. And I think we often underestimate what we have, the blessings that we have, because we're so focused trying to feel like unless we have certain things or unless life is a certain way for us, that that is going to be the measure of our happiness. And happiness is a state of mind. I don't have to have anything material-wise in order to be happy because happiness comes from a place that material things cannot groom. It comes from a mindset. It comes from an internal belief about who I am. And I just really, really like this quote because I think when you get to a place where you say, you know what, let's face it, this happened today. I can either sit down and sit in my sorrow and sadness and mope and complain and make other people's lives miserable, or I can get up and actively do something that is going to change the way I feel. And often for me, what I do when I'm feeling that way, if you guys follow me on social media, you'll know that I love to write quotes. That's something that I'm very passionate about. It's therapeutic for me. And a lot of times the quotes that I write are not specifically about things that I'm going through, but they are things that inspire me, that I know and I think about that I say, you know what, when I write this, I write this because this is something that I believe. And if I'm able to share it with others and the possibility that I can affect someone in a positive way comes up, then that makes me happy. It makes me happy to know that whatever it is that I'm going through, I have the strength to come out of what I'm going through and actually produce something for someone that could change their state of mind and how they're feeling in that moment. So I really hope that you guys um, reflect on this quote from Germany and just really think about, think about the moment that you're in. I know things might not seem like they're the greatest and you might be going through a really, really tough time, but the world is big. 
It's not just about you. There are so many others out there, so many other things that you could get yourself um, involved in that will actually take you out of that sorrow bubble and expand yourself and expose yourself to so many great things that are going on in this very moment while you're feeling the way that you're feeling. So take a walk. Um, call a friend that you haven't spoken to in a long time. You know, make a like make a social media friend, an actual face-to-face -face friend, meet somebody for coffee. Just open yourself to others because unfortunately we do live in a world where we're so tied to social media and our social interactions have changed tremendously throughout the year that we need to go back to that face-to-face -face communication and contact. And I think that's a really good way to get yourself in a place where you start making the most of the moment that you are currently in. So we're gonna move into the topic of the week and this topic in the week is the try something new challenge. But first we'll allow a quick word from our sponsor and we will be right back. Welcome back folks. And we're gonna get right into this week's topic called the try something new challenge. Now, I want to talk a little bit about how this week's topic came to light. And it was in a very unsettling way <laughs> because it came from a place of self-discovery that I was fighting for a long time. And whenever I go through moments like this, I'm compelled to share them because like I mentioned before, a lot of what I do comes from my own self-experience or the things that I think of that I know can help others. So whenever I stumble across a aha moment that I um, find to be very intimate, I believe that there are certain things that's beneficial to just really be transparent and just share them and take your guards down and see how this can affect someone else's life. So what happened was I, I'm very, very protective over my creative ideas because one of the biggest self-discoveries that I have currently been dealing with is an insecurity of mine in feeling that I can never do things good enough. Where that comes from is a long story that is entirely a new episode. I would have to dedicate it completely to that. But I struggle with that issue for a very long time. And so what I realize now is that for years, I've developed a de very defensive way, especially when it comes to people critiquing what I do, because it helped me feel like I was good enough, that everything that I do is good enough and no one can tell me otherwise, because I'm not going to feel like what I do isn't. And so for years, I've developed this defense that debilitated me in a lot of ways because there are so many people that were in my life that had I just taken the time to open myself to listen and to understand their correction or their critique about some of these things, I could have learned so much and even become stronger 
in my gifts, but I didn't do that. It took me years to come to the realization that this was an issue of mine. And I know just by doing more reading and soul searching, there's a lot of us, especially as creatives, who are dealing with this very same issue. So I wanted to um, talk about this because this is a challenge that I've created for myself to try something new. As hard as it is to let go of everything that we feel is just the perfect way to do things, it is a little bit... Um, it does feel a little bit vulnerable when you let go of your ideas and take on someone else's. And I had to really come up with the reason why. And what I found is that my insecurity made me feel like if I put aside the way that I am accustomed to doing things, I'm giving people the power to tell me when I succeed, in, so when they're giving me a way to do something and it's successful, they're basically having ammunition to say, see, what you were doing wasn't good enough and you have to do things my way or someone else's way. And that, that was very hard for me. Because, like I said, it just feeds that insecurity. And what I realized is that I wouldn't feel that way if I wasn't insecure about that. So it's not the fact that someone else's idea is the pain or me doing something that someone else wants me to do is going to make me less than. It's the fact that that's my mentality and that is what needs to be fixed. That's the, um, all the focus needs to be put in changing that mindset. So I really decided that, you know what, the only way that I'm going to get to that point is if I do challenge myself to do something different. And when I do it and it's successful, Instead of looking at it as a failure, look at it as I'm successful because I did it. Even if it was someone else's idea, I did it. I was the person who actively went in and did a thing differently and it was successful. So what I'm learning is that your success doesn't come from your ideas. Your success comes from your execution. And that was the light bulb moment for me that it doesn't have to be my idea. Even if someone else comes up with it, if I execute it, that's something that I need to celebrate. So I just wanted to share that very intimate story with you guys because I do believe there's a lot of people going through the same situation and I wanted to share a method that I use personally to come up with ways to help me understand the process. So right now, if you are currently in a situation in your life where you're struggling with having a hard time coming out of a mold of habit forming things 
or you're holding on to the way you are because you feel like you have to stay true to yourself in order to feel successful. These are just a few things that I wanted to share that I feel can help you. So the first thing is create a journal. I titled mine's self-realization and self-love because at the end of the day, that was something that I was lacking. I didn't know who I was and I even believed that I wasn't good enough. So I had to change that mindset. So the first thing that I did was in that journal, I created a um, chart and I listed the things that are going right in my life. Like what is it that you're doing that needs to stay that way because it's producing positive results? And what are the things that you're doing in your life that you're continually doing, but it's not working? And so I had to list those things and I looked at the list with all the positive things and I used that list to say, see, you are good enough. There are some amazing things that you're doing right and these are the things that you need to focus on in those moments when you feel like you want to stay so stern on that other side of the list, which are the things that you really need to let go of. So then I moved over to that list that I need to let go of and I said, okay, I need to deprogram myself from these things. I need to educate myself on different ways of doing these things and go back to some of the recommendations that I was given to to see, you know, because if I'm giving these recommendations, these people obviously care about me. They obviously want to see me improve and do better. So I had to deprogram myself and I had to educate myself. That was the second thing. The third thing was to actually talk to someone who does it that way. Find someone who can actually share with me and say, look, I know it's hard because this is how you're used to doing it, but this is why it makes sense. This is why it works for me. This is why I'm able to clearly produce because I'm following these specific steps. And then fourthly, create a measurable plan. You need to know that what you're doing is creating positive effects so that when you see these positive things happening, you can go back and say, wow, all this time I've been wasting doing things my way because I was so afraid of you know, letting go of myself and feeling like I have to do it myself. But look at what happened when I changed it. Look at what happened when I actually took the time to deprogram myself and educate myself on a different way of doing things. And now I know without a shadow of a doubt it's working. And then the fifth thing is to do it. Don't just talk about it. Don't just say, okay, I could do it a different kind of way. Do it. Find your way through. It's almost like you have to make it a game. And that's why I really call this the try something new challenge, because it is a challenge for a lot of us. Get out there. Just 
release your ideas and give yourself permission to place your work into something that does not have to have your brand on it and work that thing and see the momentum and the progress that you gain. The At the very least, you have educated yourself, you have opened yourself to other ideas, and when you do that, you become so much better at understanding not just you, but others around you. And you take yourself out of that very selfish mentality of it's all about me. So my challenge that I'd like to pose to everyone is to find that thing in your life right now that you're struggling with. It could be weight loss. It could be finishing a writing project. It could be finding the courage to start a new project. Maybe you want to start a podcast. Maybe you want to write that book, you know, that you've just been putting on the back burner. And every time you go to do those things, you're stuck in what you think the method is. Take yourself out of that, you know, research, deprogram, talk to others who are doing it in a way that you feel and you've been told could work. And when you do it, let me know, you know, share with me. I'm pretty sure there's going to be some tug of war episodes that you're going to have with yourself, but this is what it's all about. It's all about collaborating and coming together as a community of creatives that struggle with fear that struggle with procrastination, that struggle with doubt. And a lot of these things is the source of our procrastination. So I really want to um, put the challenge out there, follow the steps that I just gave. And I really, really would like to hear from you because even though I I do this podcast, I do this from a place of pain too, um, believe it or not. This podcast is very therapeutic for me. I know there are others out there that deal with the same dilemmas that I deal with. And I just want to see us all becoming becoming more of what we were destined to be. So I just want to encourage each of you that when you make positive changes, positive things will come. So with that, folks, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of E equals MC Paired. And as always, I leave the show with the task for you to remember. Effectiveness equals motivation by creatives paired. Apply the equation and manifest nothing short but amazing.